0: Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 138 of the Big Boo cast. A few days ago, I asked y'all on Instagram, if you had any questions you would like us to answer in this episode, and yes, yes, you did. So on this episode, we're going to answer a bunch of your questions. We're going to talk about how we met. We're going to talk a little bit about the one child each thing. We're going to talk about what Melanie actually means when she says that they've gone to the ranch. What's that all about? Before we get to all of that, though, I want to tell you about something that Melanie and I both love with our whole undivided hearts, and that is Fab Fit Fun. Fab Fit Fun is a seasonal subscription box with full size, all the way full size, beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for $49.99 but always has a value of $200, and you will find the most fun things inside. You might find skincare from Glam Glow or Kate Somerville or dr brandt you might find fashion items from vince camuto or free people or michael stars you might find beauty products from tart or moroccan oil or Zoya. one of my favorite things that i have run across in a fabfitfun box lately so don't miss out the fabfitfun boxes sell out fast and fortunately you can subscribe using our coupon code and get ten dollars off your first box so here's what you do you go to fabfitfun.com and use the code BIGBOO, B-I-G-B-O-O, so you can save $10 off your first box, which will make it only $39.99. Again, that's fabfitfun.com, and use the code BIGBOO for $10 off your first box. What a fun way to treat yourself and feel like it's your birthday four times a year. righty, y'all. As always, we are so glad you're here, and remember, if you're here, you're home. Here we go with episode 138. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And we have so many questions we're going to try to answer today.
1: We do. So many questions. Now, before we get to the questions, I just have to tell you that I was on Twitter briefly because, as I just told you, I hadn't just had a carpool situation that required me to sit in the junior school traffic line for a long time. Yes. And so while I was scrolling Twitter on my phone, I saw a hashtag that said "Free FreeBritney. So, of course, I clicked to see what's happening because, I mean. I'd be disappointed if you didn't. Well, did. yeah. So, Free Britney, what's happening? Well, apparently, I had just read an article last week that said that her dad is very ill. And, you know, he has been the head of her conservatorship that began kind of when she had her bad year, 2007, 2006, whenever that was. Yes, So he's been the head of her conservatorship. Well, he's in bad health. And so I guess the the conservatorship only lasts 10 years. Well, now there has been speculation. So then I saw that Britney had been checked into a mental hospital um, because she has been struggling with the stress of her dad being ill. Well, what I am now seeing is there are allegations that she is being held against her will by people who want power over her Britney empire and do not have her best interest at heart. Scandalous scandalous. So if you think I'm not going to dig deep into that tonight on the internet, then you don't know me at all. But Free Britney, everybody's very concerned. Well, I
0: did say that she had, that she had gone in for treatment and I've seen reports like that her boyfriend has gone to see her and all this kind of stuff, but I didn't really know. And I knew her, her dad was in, in poor health, but I didn't really, I, I didn't dig into it. I just kind of took it all at face value. So yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we look, I understand. We look forward. Yeah. To to the real story.
1: Yeah. we'll we'll find out. But apparently, the the plot thickened because in all the free Britney tweets, apparently her mom is going through and liking the free Britney tweets, which adds to the conspiracy theory that something is something is awry. Is what I'm telling you. Okay. So I don't know. We'll report. Uh, we'll we'll have an update on that next time. But I'm just I'm just throwing that out there because it feels kind of like the Richard. It feels like the Richard Simmons situation. <laughs> My goodness. Next up, a podcast about it. I mean, that's it. Because you like. I mean, Casey Kasem. Remember, he was being supposedly held against oh, yeah. his will. Forgot about that. Richard Simmons. Brittany. I mean, I'm just poor telling Brittany. You. I mean, she's just she's had a rough go of it. <laughs> She has had a rough go of it. She has had a rough go of it. So I feel like it all went downhill for her after Justin Timberlake. Right. Yeah. As most things do. I feel well, like <laughs> it would go all, I mean, that's when it would go downhill for me. I mean, where do you go from there? Where do you go? I mean, what's the point? Where do you go? Which, if they don't, if he and Jessica
0: Beale don't seem like just the most in love people ever. Like just okay. they just seem to adore one another. I the only I person on social the only well, I don't follow a ton of celebrities on social media, but of the ones that I do follow, mm-hmm. he and Harry Connick Jr. Yeah. are in the running for the men who just absolutely adore um their wives.
1: Yes, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. They seem to have a very uh good relationship. They
0: do indeed. Well Yeah. All right, Brittany, hang in there, Brittany.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Free Brittany. So just, we'll keep you updated as we know more.
0: Okay. Well, um, I had no idea. Okay. Goodness. Goodness.
1: I know. Well, I knew you didn't, I knew you didn't. So I felt like I wanted to tell you before we got to the question portion of this show.
0: Well, um, thank you so much. Are there any o- other updates we need to cover before we get to the question portion of the show?
1: Um, not that I know of, I did get really tickled. I forgot to tell you this, that, so I saw one of my friends, uh, over the weekend and she said that she had had our podcast on in her car like on her bluetooth mm-hmm. and that she'd gotten out of the car and that later her husband who also knows me from college got in her car and said well I got in your car today he said and I heard Mel on the radio he said she was on the radio with some friend talking and she said that wasn't her on the radio that's a podcast like she has <laughs> <laughs> she said I think he thought you had a radio show and we got so tickled well does he not
0: does he not know that if you're a woman and you, you're on the radio and you're a Christian, you have to talk like this? You have
1: to say, "Uh huh." Nobody's saying, "Hey, y'all, I think Britney's being held against her <laughs> will." That's-, <laughs> that's not happening on Moody Radio.
0: They are not no. talking on Moody Radio about how Britney could be held against
1: her will. No, uh, uh-uh. which is why I don't listen because that's the kind of news I want. That's the kind of hard hitting journalism that I am oh, currently interested in. God so me. there you have it. I know. So that's all I've got. That's all the news I have. Is what I'm telling.
0: I have you. gotten bogged down in, and this is just this is just gut level true confession. This um, this mm-hmm. is not the nicest, prettiest side of my personality. I don't <laughs> but even. That's what we're here for. <laughs> I don't even watch her show regularly, but I have mm-hmm. gotten I have gotten a little dragged into the whole saga with Wendy Williams and her husband.
1: I won't, I won't, I'm not going
0: to, listen, I'm not going to recap that thing here. I'm just, I'm just going to say God love her is what I'm going to say. God God love Wendy Williams is what I'm going to say.
1: Well, I feel like now I've got to get updated because I don't really know about this at all.
0: Okay. Well, I'm just, I, I, I I won't go into it again, not the prettiest side of my personality to just be following after some celebrity gossip, but I just have really felt for her for a variety of reasons lately. Um, Okay. Okay. So we asked on Instagram or I asked on Instagram yesterday, if anybody had any questions that they might like to ask us, is your microphone stationary?
1: I'm sorry. It wasn't, but it is now. It was not. I will admit to you. It is is now.
0: This is why we're going to do Patreon because we've got to get Melanie a new microphone. That's right. (laughs) Not that Melanie couldn't order the microphone on her own, but she has had a microphone without a tripod now for the better part of a year. And so every time before we record, I say, is your microphone stationary? (laughs) And she always says, it is, it is. And every time (laughs) I edit this podcast, I have to edit out the sounds of Melanie's microphone as it moves. (sighs) So It really is stationary right now. Okay, so when we, when we start our Patreon campaign here, whatever that is, because I don't know if you know this, but trying to get two nines to get something together like this really is, (laughs) I thought today, I thought today, like, it's, we're so bad at it. We're so bad at it. Yeah. I mean, we, we really, but, but. Like, we really, we we may need some technology upgrades if if we get our Patreon campaign going. We're going to invest back in this podcast and maybe even get us some microphones that you can attach to the wall.
1: Yeah. Who knows? Maybe so. That would probably be, yeah, maybe some better headphones. I'm just saying never have two people (laughs) achieved so much with so little. (laughs) 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 Which may be our tagline yes exactly here's
0: the thing it's not like the patreon thing it's not not happening because we haven't talked about it we talk about it all the time we talk about it all the time we'd really like to do it but but like right now our challenge is they want you to put up a video and we're in two separate places and I don't know how to I don't know how to edit a video and I'm sure not going to go hire somebody to do a video I mean we would that that would defy all logic for us to to actually try to do something professionally.
1: I know, I know, but I just told you I think I do know how to. I think I can do a video. I I contribute. Listen, this is what y'all need to know. I contribute nothing to this podcast other than getting on this, getting on my non stationary microphone, and talking. That's okay. the extent of my commitment. So, but I do think I know how to do a video. Okay. All
0: right, which uh, here we go. So, so we asked for questions. Um, I had several questions from my, my friend, John, who I grew up with that were just straight state Ole Miss trolling, just straight yeah. talking questions about the state Ole Miss rivalry. I will, wow. I will identify those questions with an answer. Then I had <laughs> a question, I had a question from Alex that said, am I a good son? And, um, but then we had all kinds of wonderful questions from our, our, our friends who listen.
1: Oh, good. Oh, good. Well, that's good. You Um, can always count on your family to mock you.
0: I mean, you really can't. Am I a good son? Well, based on Mm -hmm. how we got along today, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. You be the judge. Yeah. Um, Yeah. He really is a good son.
1: I'm going to tell you that my day started today. Let me tell you this, an update. So i got my new uh, American Eagle denim Bermuda shorts that I mentioned on the last podcast. Yes. I have to say that they're, every, they're everything I dreamed of and more. They are so soft. Like, I really think I'm about to order another pair just because I'm afraid something may happen to these and I don't ever want to be without them. Okay. And so this morning I put them on to drive Caroline to school because then I was going to go meet a friend for coffee. So I was like, I'm going to put on those shorts or whatever. And Caroline was in a rush for school and she was like, mom, come in here. Will you have braided my hair? I need you to braid my hair real quick. And like, I went walking out and she just said, here I am about to braid her. And she looks at me and she goes, those shorts are a no. And I was okay. like, well, they're a yes for me. They're uh-huh. a yes for me. So you don't have to wear them. And you're wearing a gigantic sweatshirt that you've worn for three days in a row with shorts you can't even see. So I'm, mm-hmm. I can't even, uh, just leave me alone. Let mm-hmm. me live my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to have to walk in short security knowing you are. that I'm going to be mod, Listen, I don't even care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. The family.
0: So I'm telling you what we were. Well, there's some, uh-huh. there's some, there's some questions about us and teenagers so maybe we'll get a chance to talk okay. about that. We have more questions than we can answer, but here's our thought. On that magical day, when we finally get our Patreon thing up and running, we will do some, some of our bonus episodes. We'll, we'll kind of deal with some of the categories that have come up in these questions. That's our, that's our hope and our dream. So, Perfect. Um, and, and maybe in the middle of all that, we're going to run into somebody with the gift of administration who has a background in media. That that might be helpful too. Yeah, um, that would be great. Because mm-hmm, guess what, we don't have the gift of administration. Um, okay. No, we don't. So the first question is from Jenny Kicker, and she said, "This is kind of related to what we were talking
1: about." She said, "Why does Sophie only do the ads, Melanie?" Mm-hmm. Your answer. So, Sophie only does the ads because she's the only one that knows how to record the ads. That's <laughs> it. Goes back to all I do is get on here and talk with a broken microphone. That's all I contribute. If it weren't for Sophie, I have to tell y'all, if it weren't for Sophie, this podcast wouldn't exist. Well, that, it that it is not would true. not even begin to exist. It, it's so true. Listen, and I'm fine with that. I, it, I'll i admit where I, but you have always known how to do the tech side of it. I mean, albeit not necessarily with excellence, but you no, know how to do it, which is more than I know how to do. Well, So I don't know how to record the ads, Sophie, so we record the whole thing Sophie does the ads on her end because she's the one that edits it. And so she knows where to put the ads in and how to do the music and all that. So that's, that's why.
0: And honestly, I don't like, because the podcast kind of like, we never had a plan as, which is shocking. I know to everyone. Um, So we didn't have ads initially. And then when people started to contact us about doing advertising, I just kind of had to figure it out as I edited. And because we live in separate places Um, we, we could record ads together, but if y'all think we are organized enough to schedule a time to record ads, you don't know us at all. So it's just easier for me just to record the ads and, um, and just, and put them in there. So it just is what it is. Maybe that'll change down the road, but for right now, it's our easiest way. Listen, the fact that, that we ever get one of these things finished is, is really surprising. It really is. So, because really one of the reasons why we were so sporadic back when we first started the podcast is because sometimes I would just get like three quarters of the way through an episode and be like, this is terrible. I'm not finishing it. Yeah. So, so, so really like I'll, I'll record the ads all day long if we can actually finish them. So that's a victory. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why, that's why you do it. Okay. So here, this question we got more than any other, I mean, handstand we got this question at least 10 times um and i just i picked the one from eleanor's montana life because it was the first one i saw and, and and here's the thing the question is how did you two meet and and i think because we we kind of grew up together through blogging i'm i'm surprised that that people don't know the story but I, I have to remind myself that a lot of people who listen to the podcast weren't around back when we were blog, blogging like, yeah. all the time. Yeah, so, so Melanie, would you like to, to tell, tell everybody how we met?
1: So we met as all good couples do on the internet is how we mm-hmm. met. Um, mm-hmm. We met in 2006. Is that right? That's right. Is that right? We met in 2006. So Sophie, I had found Sophie's blog through, I'm going to remember there was, okay, so Uh, Lisa Welchel, who Blair from Facts of Life had a blog and she linked to, remember Sarah at In the Midst of It, who was a blogger who doesn't, doesn't have a blog anymore. And she was like a worship leader's wife in Dallas or a pastor's wife in Dallas.
0: Yes. And now they live in Idaho. I still follow her on Instagram.
1: That's right. Okay. So that, so she, and then one day she mentioned, here are some blogs I like to read. I had started reading blogs when I was on maternity leave with Caroline after I had Caroline. So that 2003. Is when that's I when I started reading blogs too. Yeah. Look at that. Mm-hmm. That's when I discovered blogs because I found them through, I was on all these pregnancy message boards and people started talking about blogs and I was like, Oh, what is that? So that's kind of how, so I had been reading. Well, then it was like, all of a sudden I found like these Christian moms. So I was like, okay, this, this is good. And I'm, I'm a young mom and I need help. And then she said, a blog I love to read is called Boo Mama. So I clicked over and I found Boo Mama and I thought you were hilarious. I thought you were so funny. And, but I mean, looking back, you didn't really have that many posts at the time. I mean, I think I've you have only
0: right- been blogging like six months, maybe at that point. Yeah.
1: And so I started my blog in July of 2006. I think you had started in like November. And then, um, but I think because I found these Christian mom blogs, I was like, Oh, maybe I could have a blog. Maybe I'll have a blog. And I never thought I would. I mean, clearly, I never thought I would do anything with it. So all that to say, I started my blog. I named it Big Mama because that's what Caroline was calling me at the time because she wasn't even three. And then I you talked about that you had cooked a meal because you were on like this like on a serving team for your church at the time and you had cooked like a yes. huge meal that Chris Tomlin had come to your church, right? To play.
0: He he did. He came to our church and did a concert and Luddy Giglio preached. Yes. And I cooked the food yes. for the that for for, for them. And, um, I, I can't remember who opened for them, but I could, yeah, I could the in.
1: Yeah. And you wrote about that. And so and I knew by then that you went to Mississippi state and I really wanted to be your friend. And so I lured you in And I said, hey, you and I share some of the same things. We both love Jackie Sherrill because he had been a coach at Mississippi State and at Texas A&M and Chris Tomlin. And so then Mm -hmm. you came over and I never will forget the first time you ever commented on my post on a post of mine. It was in August because (laughs) I had... Well, I remember it like it was yesterday. So tickled. So cool. okay. It was in August because I had written about it. we had just had Caroline's 3rd birthday party and you said something along the lines of your child is adorable, whatever. And it really for me at that time, it was as if like maybe let's go back. Like as if Britney Spears had commented on my blog. I was so excited that you had left me a comment. And so um so that led to I think I emailed you, right? And then we emailed back and forth. Is that kind of how it all started? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, And then we realized, like, we had, like, I we both had one child, we were both working outside the home. We yeah. both had husbands who were, had their own businesses. Like we, we just had, we both been to ag schools. We, yeah, we remember, we had the same fabric on our pillows on our couch. Yes. We just had weird yes. stuff in common.
1: Yeah, I remember, um, because I remember you emailed me at one point, and you said, if you tell me that you were a Chi Omega, I'm gonna call and wake my sister up right now. Because it was like, we had so many things in common. I know. that it was and, like and weird
0: so I, and then we were then then after a while we talked on the phone uh, like yeah that but it, all, took that, a, that the it took us a whole thing took time us a long time <laughs> to talk on the phone and then you ended up come in here one time a, a, a record label in Nashville wanted us to blog about a Casting Crowns concert I think and so they flew you here and that was when we met in person yeah right
1: yeah and that was like November was that November of that year or that was November of like the next year probably like November of 2007
0: maybe I can't remember it all runs together yeah but here's the here's the part that I forget and I so I know it's it's weird to people who weren't around for the for the blog boom, back then. It was such a, like a weird, but great little community online yeah. like, of bloggers. And there were so many people who started about the same time. Yep, And, and so, and it was, especially like having a young child back then, it, it felt like this little world. I don't know. It was so strange, but, um, but it was such a crazy outlet. And you and I both got really obsessed with the blog stuff and really wanting to like seize the opportunity to write and all that kind of stuff so it was really good to be able to process that stuff together because neither one of us really is like a a spitfire of initiative on our (laughs) own but together we kind of we kind of talked through it and, and kind of wondered what it could be and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was really like, in a way it was like, we were friends, but we were also, it's almost like we were business partners in this. Yeah. Like, not that there was, not that there was really a business, but just the whole blog, but the writing stuff and the internet stuff. And it was weird at that time. Like now, you know, if I tell Perry, like, oh, this girl I follow on Instagram said to order these pretzels off of Amazon, that seems normal. Well, back then, I mean, that seemed really weird. Like, I remember being weird about, oh. like, oh, I've got a blog and I've met this friend and, you know, whatever. Yeah, like,
0: it was so weird. And, I didn't, like, it took me a while to tell people like that I had friends mm-hmm. that I had met online. It was a whole weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. So and then after I don't know a couple of years, we well we did a couple of things. We went to we ended up going to um to Proverbs 31 to that conference and we we were together there. Yeah. So we started doing stuff like that and then LifeWay asked us to blog for their women's events. And that's really I mean like, so we got to travel all over together yeah. for a few years. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and so and we did a compassion trip together. Yes, we did. Yeah, So it just kind of, but we still always had, I think it was especially in those early days of blogging and finding, because it did seem like a lot of the Christian mommy bloggers were like, they homeschooled their kids, they had like five or six kids. And so for us to have only children and to both be working outside the home and trying to do this blog thing, which we really both enjoyed, just it gave us kind of this commonality and we both loved college football. So it gave us a lot to talk about.
0: We had a natural connection, which leads to, this is um, the next question. Um, This is from, I hope I'm saying this right. I think it's from Chelsea Daly or either Chelsea Daly. I don't know, but um, it made me laugh because um, somebody had asked if you still pick out Ree's clothes on the Pioneer Woman for the show. And and then Chelsea asked, do y'all personally know Rick Drummond? And what's so funny is that when we started the blog, like we were all kind of in it Like we were all in this little weird little corner of the internet together. I
1: don't know. Yeah, it was a weird because I remember I first found out about Ree because remember how people used to give like other bloggers would give like blogging awards like it would be like, a (laughs) which is so weird that you'd be like I was I was voted funniest blog by... All moms are good moms or whatever. Like it was a weird <laughs> and you'd have like a little thing, but it was like, but I remember like, I think you and me and Ree were all voted for like, somebody had nominated us for like funniest blog. And I was like, what's the pioneer woman. And I mean, I think at that point, her blog was like pictures of her little bitty kids. Cause we all had little bitty kids at the mm-hmm. time. And then like maybe one recipe that was it. I mean, it was like, yeah. I mean, it wasn't, I mean, and just funny stories of the ranch, but I mean, she hadn't written her love story with Lad yet, which that to me is what every, that's what everybody like really yeah. dug in. But it was like, that was before all that. It was like at the very beginning. So, um, yeah, so clearly we've all ended up in about the same place. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, mean, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like really, it's a very similar Level of success of of success. Yeah, I mean it's. You might confuse us the three of us, but yeah, um, you know. Mm -hmm. But no, we did. We 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 adore her. We adore her. Yes,
1: yes, and we've gotten the chance to. We ended up getting to know her because then I went with I went with Lad and her kids to the Dominican on a compassion trip. And then through that connection, right. she invited us to come to the lodge um, God, years ago. And so um, that, we was, got...
0: that was really that was that was not eight or nine years ago.
1: Well, I'll tell you this, because I always laugh at myself because that was before her first cookbook. It was like a couple of months before her first cookbook was about to come out. And I remember telling her, hey, I'll make sure to mention your cookbook on my blog. <laughs> To really help you, that. to really help boost sales. I'm gonna help you out. And I'll mention that on my blog. So never mind your six million readers. I'm gonna get my twenty-two people and we're gonna rally around you. <laughs> see if we can't anything I can do, Reed. Anything I can do. <laughs> see if we can't get that thing on the New York Times list for you. Yeah.
0: You just you just say the word. She's been she's been so I mean, she's just been phenomenal yeah. to us over the years and um and And I don't know, I just, I'm so, I love everything she does and I'm so happy for her. She's the kindest person alive. And so it's been fun to watch her become so, I don't know what the word is. It's not successful seems like an understatement. But to watch (laughs) her her media
1: empire take off has been something like, yeah, just really, um, really cool. But we, um, but I did used to, early on in the days of her show, I used to shop for her and I would pick out her clothes um, and I did that for a long time. I mean, not all of it, not all that she would wear, but just cause she lived in a small town. And so it was just one of those things that I love to shop. And so I would, you know, send things or send her links or whatever, but I really haven't done that. It kind of stopped. I got busier with life and I think that's when about the time she was opening up the mercantile. And so, you know, now she's got yeah. access to, she can order stuff. And so she doesn't really need me to shop mm-hmm. for her anymore, but I did love doing that for a long time.
0: Um, so, yeah, that's so, so, so no, you don't pick out the clothes, yeah. but yes, we do know her and we, we love her yeah. a bunch. Yeah. Rhea is our real housewife sister. Yeah. Like we, we really,
1: we break that. We like to break that yeah, down Yeah, we do. That's a commonality that we all share.
0: Um, okay. So then Carrie Lee 762 said, how often do you guys get to see each other? And I don't know. It just depends, but
1: usually, Usually it works out like twice a year, maybe. Yeah, I feel like once or twice a year is kind of dependent on. Yeah, but I think I think that usually because there's either a speaking event or like we did the podcast together. Was that the last time we saw each other was the podcast in Chicago? Yeah, back in the
0: the the fall.
1: fall. Yeah. And we'll see each other this summer. Mm -hmm. And oh, and then we'll see each other in the fall in Amarillo.
0: That's right. Cause we're going to be in. Somebody asked if we were to do events together. And here's how that works. Like, again, Melanie and I are struggling to get a Patreon page up. Okay. So, yeah. So we don't really have the skills required to put events together for ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, usually, the way that works is, you know, like if a, if a church or a group invites us somewhere, that's why we go speak somewhere. Um, but as yeah. far as like us just deciding that we're going to, we're going to hit the road. We would have to have somebody to to kind of take the wheel with that thing Mm because otherwise Melanie and I are just standing in a lobby of a Marriott Courtyard um, offering some people some, I don't know, some strawberry water from the (laughs) fountain in in the
1: lobby. What what we essentially need is some sort of a business slash media slash PR manager. And here's the deal. We can pay you upwards of, I want to say, like minimum wage probably. So if you would like to take that on. Just, just know that is a lucrative opportunity for somebody.
0: Let's be honest. Honestly, probably our biggest hindrance
1: is we like being home more than That's we like true. anything in the world. Yeah, it's true. We are two homebodies that just like to be home. But I keep thinking, here's the thing. Though. I think, I think, I feel like after spring of spring of 22, I feel like this thing's really <laughs> going to take off. After we get Alex out of high school. Yeah, that's it. We're going to, Caroline graduates in spring of 2021, then you're going to have Alex in senior year. So we're going to need to get through that. But then we're going to both find ourselves with a lot of free time is what I'm saying. Right, right. And so at that point, we might be motivated for this thing to really take off. So if y'all just sure. hang on for the next four or five years, it's going to be golden. Those are really going to be. <laughs> it's going to be our prime years. Oh, golly.
0: Um, so yeah. we are going to be in Amarillo, Texas, though, in September of this year. Yes. We're going to be with Knox and Jamie from the podcast um, doing a benefit for Amarillo Angels. And so we will be there if anybody would like to join us in West Texas. That's where yeah. we'll be.
1: That's
0: going to be fun. Um, okay. Next question. Um, this is putting you on the spot. This is from Kaylee B. Oh. Franklin. She said, what are your favorite restaurants in your cities? We got this question actually several times from people who oh. are going to be traveling either to Birmingham or to San Antonio and just kind of wanted to know what are the places that we like. Okay. So I say let's do let's do a, a couple of casual places and maybe a, a, a nicer like date nighty kind of place.
1: OK. OK. All right. You, you want to start again? Okay. Sure. Um, okay. So,
0: uh, there are so many great places in Birmingham. Um, one of our favorites kind of across the, the family is a place called Melt, Mm -hmm. which is in Avondale in Birmingham. Um, and it's, it, they just do a lot of really inventive takes on grilled cheeses, which I I know you're like, "Mm," but it's so good. And they have great appetizers. There, anybody, in a, like if you were going with your family, if you've got little kids, they would be so happy with that. But if you have a little bit of a foodie side, and like you would be happy with it too. And so we love Melt. It's one of our fav- favorite places to go. Um, if we have company or something like that. And then across the street from Melt, there's a cookie dough place. And then around the corner, um, there's an ice cream place called Big Spoon Creamery. It's a local creamery. It's delicious. Ah. So it's just kind of a fun little place to um to land if you want if you're in Birmingham and you want a fun lunch okay so that would be my lunch choice okay okay those are good those are good do you have a lunch choice in San Antonio
1: I don't you know lunch I feel like is tricky um if if, because I really don't eat out for lunch much like I mean I feel like Gully and I meet for lunch but like we'll meet at like Zoe's Kitchen or Torchy's or Mm -hmm. like somewhere like that um there is a place called Mm -hmm. Order Up that we love that's just like a local kind of, and they've got burgers, pizza, tacos. I mean, super casual. You order at the counter and it's a good, quick um, lunch and it's unique to San Antonio. But, um, but if I were going to go super casual, like, and I would never eat this for lunch, but Chris Madrid's um, is a hamburger place. Oh, You've had it. I've had one of those. Yeah. And they have a Mm. Toscata burger. Mm. That's like a bean burger with like refried beans and like melted cheddar cheese and tortilla chips. And they have like homemade salsa and like I, love a Chris Madrid's burger. That's like one of my favorite. And it's a fun because it's just, I mean, we pick it up a lot of times just to go, but it's like, if you go in there, it's just super casual burger place. You can sit out on the patio and have a beer or whatever. It's a good little, um, I don't know. I just feel like San Antonio people know about Chris Madrid's. So, okay.
0: If I was going to, if I was going to be fancier mm-hmm. here in Birmingham, um, there's so many good options, probably the most famous, nice restaurant in Birmingham is Highlands Bar and Grill, okay. um, which is a Frank Stit restaurant. Um, it's really like, it's, it's kind of a, it's, it's a really special occasion restaurant. You can't just, you can't just roll up there on a Friday night and say, Hey, we're here. You got to kind of have to get restaurants. Way, I mean, you have to get reservations way in advance. Okay. Um, you know, we went to another one of his restaurants one time when you were here. Remember we went to Bottega. Oh, Yeah, do I do that? remember that.
1: Yeah, I did.
0: Yeah. And that's really good. There's a place called Cafe DuPont downtown that I love. I love their filet. You've been there too, Melanie. We went there with compassion. Oh, that's right. Remember? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Um, so I love that. And, um, Hot and Hot Fish Club is a great restaurant. There's just tons and tons of, of really good places to eat. So I would say you can't go wrong with any of those, um, there's a place called Bellinis. It's a little outside of Birmingham, but they have one of my favorite steaks. Um, Chuck's Fish is great. There's just there's there's a lot of good places okay. to eat around here. Brick and Tin is also another fun place for a casual lunch. And if you want pizza, Davenport's Pizza in Mountain Brook is phenomenal. So um,
1: lots of good choices. Okay. I would say like I don't. We just don't eat out, like, we don't eat out fancy very much. Um, I would say, mm-hmm. like, if either. we're going to do a date night thing, like, we like, there's a place called Cappy's um, that we like that's just a locally owned place, and it's just really good. I mean, they've got, like, shrimp and steak, and um, and I love their Brussels sprouts are delicious. Um, they have a kale salad that I love, and it's a lunch place, too, but it's just, to me, it's more of a dinner place is when we usually go, but I think Cappy's is really good, um, so we'll go there a lot. Our favorite, like, where Perry and I go pretty much every weekend is, um, it's an, well, I'll say newer, it's probably about three years old now, but it's called Sabor. Um, and it's a, just a super casual Mexican place. And it's, it's, you know, just nothing fancy. It's small, but like they have the best cheese enchiladas. Like I go and I get the Tampacania every time, which is like a perfectly grilled, like flavorful steak with one cheese enchilada and refried beans and rice. And it's so good. Um,
0: I feel like I've heard you mention that place. Yeah, a ton. I, we
1: love Sabor. Like if we're in town, like on a Friday night, we're at Sabor. Like it's, I just love it. Um, but then there's a place, there's another place. I mean, San Antonio has got so much Mexican food. There's Paloma Blanca, which is right down from us. We pick up from there a ton and they've just got great. It's more like authentic, like, um, like a lot of fish and um, ceviche and that kind of stuff. So we love Paloma Blanca. Mm. It's really good. Um, And then I'm trying to think there's dough pizzeria, which is a family owned place here. And they do those really good, like thin wood fired pizzas, um, real flavorful. And we love to go there, um, sometimes, um, and that's really, I'm trying, oh, and then anywhere down now I have to, I would be remiss, not remorse, remiss, uh, (laughs) <laughs> so the whole pearl brewery area in san antonio is like restaurant haven so like if you come to san antonio you've got to go down to the pearl brewery because they have really turned that into like a little food mecca so there's the hotel emma which is worth going in just to see because it's incredible and so beautiful and they have a bar um where you can go mm-hmm. and get like little like heavy appetizers sitting in the bar, but it's like there's fireplaces and couches and round booths and it's just a really cool atmosphere. Um, and then there's all kinds of restaurants around there. There's Grainery, granary, which is like an upscale barbecue. There's a place called down on Grayson, which is just like really good like sandwiches and, and salads and stuff like that. There's a place called southerly that's kind of like Southern style comfort food. There's a place called cure. That's like upscale charcuterie type stuff. Um. Yes, I want to go to there. Yeah, I know. If when you come to San Antonio at some point, we've got to go there, like that. And then they've okay. got like a they've got like a, like gourmet ice cream places, and then they have like a whole little food bar thing where you can go in, and they've got like um the ramen, you can get churros made, they have burgers. It's just a cool like place where you can kind of find whatever you would want to find. So if I were coming to San Antonio to visit, that's where I would go is that area. That sounds
0: fantastic.
1: It really is. I mean, it's like when I go down, I've lived in San Antonio long enough that I used to, Gelly and I used to always say San Antonio slogan could be keep San Antonio lame because it was just kind of... <laughs> It, it's like, keep Austin weird, keep San Antonio lane. It was real. So like the pearl now, when you go down there, you're like, well, who knew that we were this cool? Like, this is super cool because they've got yes. a lawn and you can order wine and have like wine or beer out on the lawn and you can get food, snacks. And it's just a really cool atmosphere. So
0: that's a great suggestion.
1: Yeah. So the
0: end. Hey, y'all, it's me all by myself in the middle of the podcast, because I want to tell you about a couple of things. The first one of those things is Miro. Myro delivers obsession-worthy, naturally effective deodorant that looks as good as it smells. They make their natural deodorant with a custom blend of essential oils that release over time to keep you fresh, and barley powder to keep you dry. Their formula is hard-working, it's long-lasting, with no toxic anything. 0% aluminum, 0% parabens, so their ingredients are clinically tested for safety and efficacy. Here's how it works. You choose your scent and the color of your case and then you get a refresh every three months, delivered straight to your door, conveniently timed for when most people run out. You can, though, you can switch scents, you can press pause, or you can stop literally any time that you want. I have been wanting to try a natural deodorant for a while, and y'all, I love this product. It smells so great, it smells like oils, it doesn't smell perfumey or artificial, and it works really well. It's so neat when you find something that you're gonna use every day Anyway, but you find a version of it that has no aluminum, it has no parabens, just feel better about using it. So, if you would like to give Myro a try, you can get fifty percent off your first order and get started today for just five dollars. Visit mymyro.com. That's M-Y-M-Y-R-O.com slash big boo and use the promo code big boo. Again, get fifty percent off your first order and get started today for just five dollars visit mymyro.com m y slash big boo and use the promo code big boo here's the second thing i want to mention to y'all y'all are so kind to listen to our podcast when the sound the production schedule all of these things are very inconsistent and we don't always know exactly what we're doing but don't we have fun have us a good time so if you enjoy listening to our podcast and we hope you do if you would go to iTunes or whatever your favorite podcasting distribution point happens to be and leave us a review that would be awesome so helpful for us with our advertisers so helpful for us as we continue to try to grow this little thing so thanks a bunch y'all and here we go back to episode 138 Okay, so this is, so I'm going to do three more questions because um, I think that's probably all we have time to do, but this is a serious question. Mm. Um, the, this is from, I'm going to say it wrong, but I'm just going to say it's from Haley because I, I don't know. I'm going to mess up the back part of that username, Okay. but she wants to know how we, and we got this question a lot, how we knew we were done after having just one child. We got that question that's second <clears throat> only to the question of how we, how, how we met. Wow. Okay, do you want to start, or do you want me to start? I mean, I I, here, here's how I knew. Like, I just I didn't have a second one. I
1: don't, yeah, <laughs> I
0: don't know. <laughs> like, here, here's what I think, I, I, and I'm not trying to be glib about it. Yeah. Like, I think this is what people probably this may be hard to understand about me. Um, I am not a person who ever dreamed about having a bunch of children. Yeah, and even when we got married, I was not sure I wanted to have children at all so when we had alex obviously i fell in love with him i fell in love Mm -hmm. with motherhood the whole thing and would have been so happy if i had had another child or two more children or whatever but just the way for whatever reason sort of the events of our life fell into place Mm -hmm. which was um just some, 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 uh, a couple of different struggles that we walked through when he was little, and mm-hmm. and up until the time he started, really, I guess, to first grade, it was just there was never a time when it seemed like the right time to have another child. Like where yeah. it just where where what even say where it seemed like it it, it almost seemed unwise. Like yeah. it just so. So, and by the time he was in first grade, I was 40. Yeah. So, and, and so I was just kind of like, well, you know what, this is, this is, this is what we have. And, yeah. and I think because I had never been a person or had really given a whole lot of thought to having a big family. Now, listen, mm-hmm. if I, I would have, again, I would have been so happy if I had had another, another child or two other children. Yeah. Um. But I have, I have really, I think. Maybe been unusually, (laughs) strangely, um, really kind of deeply content with our one. I don't Uh know. I I don't know anything different. And I think Uh I've mentioned this before that one time my friend Norma Kay said to me when our kids were little that every family is a perfect family. Like it's just it's just what it is. So I don't, I don't know any other dynamic than this one. And I love this one. So I'm, I'm super happy with it. And I've, I've also said on here before, I always pray that if he was our only one, that he would have friends who feel like family. And -hmm. like, that is a place where I feel like the Lord has, I mean, that's an Ephesians 320 place for me. Like the Lord has done exceedingly and abundantly more than I could have imagined in that spot. He's, he just, um, I feel like it's deeply rooted in relationships, and so, so I don't know. I that's that's how that's how that yep. there is my story.
1: Okay, yeah, that's. I mean, and I think I'm kind of same. I mean, I feel like I didn't. I mean, Perry and I, I did. I I think I, I'm same. Like in my mind, I think before we had kids, I probably would have said, "Oh, we'll probably have two kids." I mean, just because that yeah. to me seems like that that seems like what we'll have. I mean, just and I think that was even we're kind of right on that. Like I feel like these younger families are starting to have three or four kids and I feel like our age group by and large not a lot of people had three or four kids like that was kind of an anomaly Mm -hmm. more than the norm so like in my mind the people I looked at or that were older than me it was like they've got two kids so I guess I mean and I I have one sister so I was like that seems normal Um, and then we had Caroline and I think kind of same deal I mean I think at first I was a working mom so it was trying to balance all of that and Mm -hmm. then I quit working and so then it was like a matter of well we don't have maternity insurance. And so that because we were both self employed. So I was like, well, this isn't a good time. And then it was kind of like the longer and Perry I think knew early on where he was like, I'm so good with one. Like I'm I'm happy. Um, Yeah,
0: David was too always so good with one.
1: Yeah. Like it was never the kind of thing. So he I knew he was content with one. And so I think the only time I ever really struggled was right before Caroline started kindergarten. It was like it was just so weird that she was going off to school at the time. And I was like, am I going to want to, do I want to have another one? Am I going to regret not having another one? Same thing. I mean, I was creeping up on 40 and it was like, am I going to want to? Um, And I just knew really clearly. I mean, I prayed about it and, and I knew I was like, that's not in the cards for me. And, and I Mm -hmm. do have to say that was God knowing me better than I knew myself, because I think I worried, I don't think it was so much that I wanted another baby at the time. It was that was I going to regret later that I didn't, and right. I have to say, I don't regret that I didn't. Like it was absolutely the right decision for us, um, for our yeah, family. I don't
0: regret it either. And again, yeah. I, I think it would be different probably if I hadn't, if I had had something in my mind of what I thought it was going to be, and
1: mm-hmm. then I did.
0: But like I never, I, I just, I didn't have anything in my, I didn't have any preconceived notion of what it would be like to have a family in my head. Yeah. For, for what, for whatever reason, and so. Uh-huh. I don't know. I like I and I think probably some of the maternal stuff in me, um, I mean obviously I work with teenagers, so I think a lot of that kind of maternal energy I've never lacked for a place to put that. You know, like yeah. I've never I've always had my girls at school and I, I guess, you know, it yeah. just is what it is.
1: Yeah. And I think different people, and I think that's why it's so hard because like I'll have people email me that are like, you know, we only have one and we don't know, should we have another? And I'm like, it's such a personal decision. Like only you, it really is only you can know that. I mean, and so it's like, it has worked out for me and I know it's worked out for you. And I'm so, I'm so content with our decision and I've never regretted it, but I'm also like, I can't, say that that's going to be somebody else's story you know I mean you've just got to absolutely not you Mm -hmm. got to work that thing out you know because I'm sure there are Mm -hmm. people with five kids that are like well I can't believe you just have one but it's like that yeah and can't imagine
0: can't imagine their life without those five kids Mm -hmm. and -hmm. I would say that that's that's that that family's what it's meant to be. Like, I don't know. I just, um, again, and I'm not trying to be unsympathetic to people who have uh, certainly people who have struggled with infertility or have had adoptions fall through over and over and over again. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to be glib about that at all. Um, because I, I can only imagine the heartache and the the pain of that.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, and, and wouldn't ever presume to tell anybody else how they should do it. All, all I, all I know is, is what my experience has been. And I, I also know that, that the Lord has given me great contentment in my relationships with with, with kids that don't live, necessarily live in my house. Yes,
1: yes. And I think, and I, I look at the same because I think if I, I know my personality and I know what I can handle. And if I had had multiple kids, I would have never had my writing career. And I would have I would have felt very unfulfilled had I not had that. Like that has been such a, Gift in my life where I'm like, I think God knew like this, this, and I, I mean, and I remember that. And this is like taking it, but I mean, I remember very clearly when Caroline had just started kindergarten, and I knew God was telling me, like, you're going to give birth to something, but it's not another child. And I remember, the you remember told me that, you told And I mean, I've always, and, and that was so true. And that was kind of the beginning of me figuring that out. And I think if I'd had an infant, just I, it would have been, I know there are women that do it and they can do it. I'm not one of those people. I mean, like, I can't. I can't manage chaos and do this other. So I just look and go, this was, this was my calling. Um, And so uh, I'll take that. I mean, so it's just, I think, and I think that's it as you look and go when God calls you to something that either looks different than you thought, or it's just like, okay, well, well, what is, what does the other look like? Because it just it does mean there's something else there. It's just figuring out what that thing is.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. I think, I don't know. I think we can put a lot of expectations on each other for what family is supposed to look like. And I I just I don't think there's a recipe. Um, And I think, too, I think, honestly, it probably made it easier for me after we went through, you know, sort of a couple of um, different things that were that were sort of difficult in our family after Alex was born. I I think probably having you helped me sort of be at peace with where we were. Yeah because you were, you were doing that too. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we were kind of in a similar spot. And so, um, I would, I would just not that anybody has asked, but I would think if you were, if I do need to go. No, no, no.
1: That was my alarm going off, but I don't know why.
0: I (laughs) I don't know why there's no reason. (sighs) Anyway, I just think, um, we can give each other, we can all give each other a wide berth. Yeah. When it comes to all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, You know, cause I've, I've heard, I had friends who have four or five kids. He talk about people who come up to them in the grocery store and go, don't you know how that yes. happens? Like, yeah. that's ridiculous. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> did, did she ask you to weigh yeah. in on
1: her? choices with her family no I don't, I don't think, think so I must have missed yeah. that. and when
0: the when the greeter welcomed yes, me um, yes and it anyway. does go
1: into it's just so it's one of those things it's such a personal decision so it's so personal yeah. it is um
0: now I will say I, I I think I've loved being a mama more than anything yep, I've ever done too. so much to my surprise yep. so there yep. you have it okay Um, somebody asked, um, it's Becca, Becca, I'm not going to say the the last part of your username, right, but she had a question for me and a question for you. Here was her question for me. She said, what is your position at school? I can't figure it out. Becca, listen, sometimes I feel the same way. (laughs) Um, so I was an English teacher at my school for a really long time. And about four years ago, really five years ago, the person who had my job, my friend Ann before I did asked me if I might be interested in um, and stepping into that role when she mm-hmm. left, and then the, then they renamed it after she left. She retired, so my title is Dean of Women. And when I I, I say a lot of the time that sounds fancy, but my job is really not. my my um, My job is to love and to disciple our girls at school. So it means every day's different. It means uh, I'm, I'm constantly in conversation with girls between ninth and twelfth grade um sometimes the discipleship side is formal um most of the time it's really informal you know they come in with something on their mind and we talk through that thing and and so my responsibility is to sort of help them look at the different stuff in their life from a biblical worldview from the the stuff that they hear in their bible classes like what does that look like when you when you put some feet to that thing practically in the daily day-to-day stuff so so um so, all that to say, I don't deal with serious issues with our girls. um we have a really great guidance department that does that if something is um if there's an you know an issue with depression or an eating disorder or something like that that I would refer to the people who are more trained to deal with that stuff. I'm really dealing with just kind of the real life stuff, yeah you know when their hearts when their heart's hurt a little bit yes. or when they're discouraged or frustrated or that kind of stuff. And, yeah. um, it's a, bu- it's, it's a bunch of fun. It's
1: yeah. A bunch you're, of fun. And you're really good at it. You're really good at it because it's a testament to the Thanks. couple of times I've been there. It's like your office is swarming. They're, they're always wanting in your office, which I think when the kids want to be around you, it means you're doing something right.
0: Well, they also know there's, there's a big basket of candy in there. Yeah, so that, that doesn't you, hurt,
1: but you can get candy other places. <laughs> you can get candy other places.
0: Well, what's been so fun for me this year um, and th- this is this is why David says when Alex graduates, he's probably gonna have to have to send me away for a while um, I mean like Brittany, you may have a hashtag Melanie that says yeah, free Sophie after that Sophie. But, um, <laughs> but, but this year with Alex being in ninth grade, um I am with him and his friends so much, and it has been. It was really unexpected because you kind of think, well, you've got a high school boy. He's going to like, he's going to ignore me. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, but every morning him and his buddies come and they hang out in my office uh-huh. and, um, and some, a lot of days um, they eat lunch in my office. And so that's been just like the biggest blast. That's been a ton of yeah, fun.
1: That's that, that is super fun.
0: Okay, so the question that she has for you, Melanie, is what is the ranch that Melanie always talks about? Uh, I've always wondered.
1: So w- there's a couple of different ones. Um, so the the main one, like when Perry, when I talk about Perry going to the ranch, so Perry, um, Perry's dad passed away when he was, when Perry was nine. And, um, and so he's always been really close to his godfather. His godfather has um, a ranch south of town um, that pretty much he, kind of has Perry kind of manages for him. So Perry goes down there and just makes sure that the cattle are taken care of. And, you know, all the stuff, like just, uh, I don't know what, it's a lot of, there are a lot of of things things that Perry can tick off the list. Yes. He, he burns, he burns the land in the spring because I need to do that and he feeds the deer and quail and all that kind of stuff. And he plants food plots and he does different stuff down there. So, um, and then there's also like tanks, which, some of us know is like ponds, but apparently they're tanks where you go down and you fish, so you can fish in the tanks. And so Perry will clean around the tanks. So that's where, that's the main place that Perry goes when I say Perry was at the ranch. Um, but then we also have some very dear friends that Perry hunts with a lot, um, during hunting season. So a lot of times when he and Caroline are gone hunting at the ranch, they're down at these friends at this friend's ranch, which that is, um, it's like, I will go down there because that's like staying like, I mean, that's like you're at a ranch resort. I mean, it's, it's nice. It's the house is nice. It's, I mean, it's super nice. We, you know, we love these friends, Perry. um, They have younger girls who just love Caroline. And so Caroline loves being down there with the girls. And so a lot of times when they go on hunting weekends and they're at the ranch, that's there with those friends at the ranch. So
0: So there you go. There are two ranches. There are
1: two ranches. And then there's other, I mean, Perry's got other friends. I mean, he grew up and uh, to me, what was so weird is I didn't know because I I didn't grow. I grew up more in like the Houston area. But here in South Texas, it's like everybody, so many people in our neighborhood either have a ranch or have access to a ranch or they have a deer lease on a ranch or there's lots of ranching going on. Um,
0: right. Well, that's like in, in Alabama, that's either a hunting camp or, a, or or we're going to the lake. Yeah. Like you've got a place up. Like people have places on the lake or they might have farmland. But yeah. we're going to the farm, we're going to the lake, or we're going to the deer camp. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hunting camp. And down here, it's pretty much like if you're headed south Um, I mean, if you're going, I mean, people have cattle and stuff on their ranch, but I mean, it's cactus. It's, I mean, like it's hunting, like it's, it's a lot of hunting land. Once you get into South Texas, and it's a big business. I mean, we have friends that like, that's what they do is they own like professional hunting ranches where people pay to fly down from wherever and hunt big deer and all that kind of stuff. So it's a
0: whole different world, the South Texas.
1: Yeah, it's a whole different thing. So, um, yeah, so that's that's where Perry goes. But he grew up with that, and his family used to have ranches, and so to him, that's just a real normal part of life. And he knows he knows how to do all that ranchy stuff.
0: I love that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so that's I think that's all we have time for. Just just to tell y'all, um, Melanie and I talked about this again. Keep in mind, we're not administrative; it may take us a minute. But one of the things that we would like to do is to kind of um, group these questions. There were a lot of parenting questions. There were some beauty questions and there were some fashion questions. Mm. And so, um, so we we would like to kind of group those and let that be part of the bonus content that we eventually do through Patreon, hopefully sooner as opposed to later.
1: Yes. We are going to get on that. I feel good about it because school really gets out in about a month. (laughs) And so I feel like that'll give us some time.
0: Yes. One of the things somebody asked us by the way was to, to please, it's a, a couple of people ask us to please have Travis back on yeah. soon. So we will get on that too and try to try to make that happen for you. We y'all. do
1: need to do that. And oh, I, I do want to say I did see one question and I can answer this really quickly. So I just want to say so many people, because I've gotten it in my Instagram DMs too, have asked about my Opal Ice Machine. I will say it works like a charm. I highly recommend yes. it. So I'm still so thrilled with it. It's great. Don't believe the Amazon reviews because there's some people that were not happy. Mine has been beautiful and I love it every day. The end. Oh, that's yeah, the best. So I just names. wanted to wrap up
0: with that. Okay. All right. Well, we will um we'll come back soon, we hope, with some some other content. That's right. But thanks, y'all, for the questions. And if we didn't answer yours this time, there's a really good chance that we will answer it in the future because we're gonna save them. That's right. That's right. Thanks everybody. Thanks, everybody. All right, y'all. Well, we hope you have a good rest of the week and we will talk to y'all
1: later. Talk to you later. Bye y'all. <laughs>